Hello and welcome to Precure Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your very partner, Chipo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Kira Cassidy. And today, we are watching episode 18 of Futariwa, Heart Throbbing, Midterm Tests are a Love Labyrinth. Also known as Midterm Mission. Midterm... I, I get why it's called that. I think it should have focused more on the other arc of story that happened in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the tests are kind of secondary to the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. I also don't like how, for the Japanese title, this is the second episode in the row that just starts with the words, heart throbbing. <laughs> well, you know, when you're in love, your heart throbs. This is true. <laughs> yes, but it is a little, uh, I don't, I agree, it's a little weird. I don't know why they thought that they needed to make it heart throbbing again. But before we begin, uh... The episode. I want you. Yes, Kat? I know. Yeah. Uh, Princess has some thoughts. You heard her last episode. She also thinks the title could be better. Before we talk about the episode, I want you to talk about the newest Pretty Cure. Because right now, uh, Star Twinkle. There are so many plows going by my house right now. Can you hear them? Welcome to snow. Yes, I can hear them. <laughs> That's what I get for living in Connecticut in the winter. So right now, Star Twinkle is airing, but it's going to be over soon because uh, if everyone remembers what I said at the start, like the first episode, Pretty Cures start in February and they end in January. So Star Twinkle's almost near the end of the one and soon will be. So we're already starting to get information about the newest season, which is called Healing Good Pretty Cure. I don't know if I like the title of it, Healing Good it's a little weird. It's like feeling good. Yeah. Uh, the only summary we have about what's going to be happening is from the website. It says, our partners are animals. Join forces with the healing animals in order to heal our precious earth. And one of them is a cat. Yes. Because there was a leak. Because I can't remember. It might have been Toei. It might have been uh, someone else. But they... Started putting the new Pretty Cures on merchandise already, so we have a good look at what that, what they look like. I like their designs. Both the pink cure and the blue cure have a lot of hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also... Oh, I would argue that the yellow cure also has a lot of hair, just not as much. That's true, she does. And it is more, like, up. She has, like, one of those, just like those two little horns. Uh, pigtails. Yeah. Well, like... They're like the way they're styled. They're like little triangle horns, but oh no, those are the cat ears that I was talking about. Oh, you know they also could be cat ears, huh? I thought you were talking about the fairy down at the bottom. Oh no, I just I assumed that the yellow one had cat ears and then also pigtails behind the cat ears. Yeah, I mean that would make sense if it's about animals in healing. I think having a pet is healing, so I can see where they're coming from. Also, 
I'm not surprised that the first three cures we see are pink, blue, and yellow, because most of you and my host, Cassidy, aren't aware, but uh, those are, like, when we you have three, or you start off with three cures, it's usually pink, blue, and yellow. Uh, it sounds like the Power Ranger situation of having red, blue, and yellow, usually. Yeah. The only season not to have a pink or blue cure is the season we're talking about right now. Because, well, Honoka and Aksa do have pink and blue in their color scheme, respectively. It's, like, more of a tertiary color to their outfits. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm really excited that I really like the designs. I mean, I I feel like I like blues, the cure, whoever the blue cure is going to be, is designed the least. But I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the themes of healing and animals. Because the last time we got animals, we got Cure Cure Alamo, which was about animals and food. Food is healing. Food is healing. But I'm sure once we get more information, like, what are the cure's names, uh, I can bring them up if people are interested. And if you want to get in on watching a new season of Pretty Cure, because you don't, because all the other ones have like 49 episodes, when it comes out in February, you can start with Healing Good. I think that's the tw- 20th season? Is it Healing Good? Pretty Cure. I feel like. Oh no, I'm. It's the 17th, not the 20th. We're not at the 20th season yet. Eventually. They'll have to stop, right, Cassidy? Um, that's what they said about Power Rangers. <laughs> well, which one do you think is going to last longer? Power Rangers or uh, Pretty Cure? Um, honestly, Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It's a test. I'm calling out. I'm not calling out, but I'm saying all you Power Ranger podcasts... Let's see whose show lasts longer. Which one of us is going to be in our graves podcasting? I think we have the age advantage. Ah, yes. That's true. Yeah. Alright. But enough about the new Pretty Cure, because we're still talking about the first season. And let's start talking about episode 18, Heartthrobbing Midterm's Test, A Love Labyrinth. So we open in the Dusuku Zone, where the- uh, With a- I uh, yeah. will drink and eat all the great power of darkness. <laughs> yes, I'm like, I click, I start watching the episode, I'm like, why are we opening with the Jack Who King moaning about how... Uh. <laughs> but we also learn some more information about what's going on in the uh, Dusuku Zone. Apparently, the Jakku King's body is being eaten away. And when that happens, so too will all the evil, like the evil minions, they too will be eaten away with the Jakku King. Yeah, it's also weird because he's, before he says that it's eating him, he says that he's going to eat it. Yes. And I'm just like, get your metaphor correct. <laughs> you know, it's a darkness eating darkness world. He's going to eat the darkness, and then it's going to eat him. First, first I'm going to eat the darkness. Then it's going to eat me. Oh my god! <laughs> so, the bald guy, uh, he's the one who says that the Jakku king's body's being eaten away, and that they too will 
be eaten with him. What do you think it's the darkness that's eating him away? Because he says, the- well, he also is the like the Jakku King himself says it. He's like, I'm going to eat the power, yeah. but also the power is eating me. So I guess without all seven uh, prism stones, like he needs the power of creation to like stop this. To harness the power of destruction. Yes. So that's the only way he'll survive. So we know that these evil people are like, they have a time limit of how long before they're just eaten by the darkness. Mm-hmm. And the bald guy, whose name we still don't know. but actually, Not Piccolo. Not Piccolo. He uh, says, in my notes, uh, it is the duty of those born to the darkness to help the Jakku king. And... Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And Poisony says that she doesn't, like, she starts talking, she says she doesn't understand what happened last episode. Like, why did Kyria help the Pretty Cures? She asks him, how long is he going to play out there? He also is still wearing the band-aid from last episode. Yeah. Later on, Honoka asks if it, how his cut is, if it's healed, and he's like, oh yeah, it's fine. I'm sitting here like, why are you still wearing the band-aid? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, he... She put the band-aid on his finger, and he's like, Oh god, someone helped me with this wound. Oh, I, it's, it's meaningful to him in a way he does not understand. Probably. Yeah, I was expecting Honoka to say something about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, is your finger infected? What's going on? You should at least change it out for a clean one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it probably is, would be pretty ghost by now. But the ball guy's like, I don't care what's going on, just get the prism stones. Come on. But we, once we come back from the opening, we are at, well, we're not at the school yet. Uh, Nagisa is walking to the school, and our friends show up. Because they're like, hey, we heard you went on a farm with Kiria and the others. Give us all of the juicy details. Yes. Tell us what happened at this farm. But she does not tell them that giant bugs attacked them. No, she just thinks about everything that happened instead. Yes. And she's sad because she was able to be alone with FuGP, but she couldn't talk to him, and she didn't get to use the love checker. But her friends aren't really, like, interested in that part. They're like, you were alone with Kyria. When everyone hears, they'll be envious. I don't- I don't get why people like Kyria, because this episode- Yeah, he has so many fans. I know, but like, this episode shows that he's a real jerk. I don't get why people like him. Yeah. Uh- but we also learn that there is the midterms tomorrow. You know, the other half of what this episode is supposed to be about. And I says, like, I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to think about these tests. So we cut away from that scene to Kyria, who's throwing rocks into a river for some reason. Yeah, he's being contemplative. He's yeah. just sitting there thinking, do I have feelings? Am I a heartless? Am I a nobody? Do I have a heart? <laughs> What's going on in my chest? Hard to say. But we cut away from Could Kyria. Be Could be anything. We cut away from Kyria throwing stones into a river to uh, Nagisa and her friends talking to uh, a new girl we haven't seen before named. Is it Seiko? Yeah. Yeah, Seiko. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Seiko, yeah. And she likes Kyria. The others are like, oh, you should confess to him. Well, there's a moment where she's like, I'm very conscious of him. 
you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, that means you really yeah. like him. I'm aware that he exists. <laughs> and Nagisa's, like, conscious of him. And she thinks about Fuji P, and then she starts banging her head against the glass. Uh, you know, I guess if you notice someone too much, that could be a sign that you like them. You're always just watching them, which is weird. Uh, someone before Honoka shows up, where uh, Nagisa says a saying wrong, but I couldn't tell what she said. Like, we were told that what she was supposed to say, she was supposed to say, is if there's a will, there's a way. But the... What she actually says, like, the uh, saying she was trying to say that she apparently got wrong was all in Japanese, so I don't know what she actually said. Yeah, she missed, like, one part of one word. She got it wrong, but they did not, like, try to translate that to anything. And they didn't even do, like, one of those gimmick things that they did in Sailor- they would do in Sailor Moon, where they just, like, mix up two things together. Yeah. So, if you can read Japanese, or I guess I could I could have put it through Google Translate to see what it gave me, but she she does the same thing when she gets whatever she's trying to say wrong. But Honoka appears, and the girls are like, uh, Seiko is gonna make a once-in-a-lifetime love confession. And I'm like, you're in middle school, this is not a once-in-a-lifetime love confession. It's a first-in-a-lifetime, which, I mean, if you're considering the first one... It is only once in a lifetime because you never get to do anything for the first time twice. You have a point. All right. Uh, so Honoka is also like, yeah, you. it's important to say how you feel. You should go and tell him. Apparently, she doesn't know that the girls are talking about Kiria because later on in the episode, when uh, Honoka confronts Kiria, Nagisa says she didn't know who Seiko liked. Yeah. But, you know, you just gotta be there for your friends. I mean, like, you really like this person? Just go and tell them. Just do it. And then we get soccer. And this is where I was like, why do people like Kiria? Because Kiria, uh, he gets, like, tagged in to, like, practice, like, because they're doing the thing where, like, the, so- the soccer team are, like, playing against each other to practice. Yes, he- a scrimmage. Yes. And Kiria goes... Uh, oh, go ahead. Kiria doesn't have a jersey. He's he just wearing a white t-shirt. There's no number on it. I didn't even notice that. Huh. I don't know how I didn't notice that. I guess I was too busy watching him. He like, he's like, all I need to do is get the ball. It's true. That's all you need to do. I mean, he has a point. (laughs) That is the point of the game to get the ball and then score the goal. That's how most sports work. But the way he does this is that he kind of slides underneath one of the other players to get the ball and knocks that one over and you can hear them blow the whistle because you know you're not supposed to like knock over the other players i mean i guess some sports uh it's specifically a slide tackle slide tackles are a no-go yeah but uh kiria keeps going and scores a goal and the others come over and start confronting him being like what didn't you hear the whistle like you got a foul and like they start like yelling at him and fujibi is like guys calm down He's still new to... He doesn't know the rules to soccer, even though when he first showed up, he was very good at soccer. That was his gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's been playing for, like, a while now. It has to, has to be at least, like, a month or so since he showed up. It's hard to say how long things have been going on, because time's 
No one really points out, like, the passage of time. Mm-mm. So, uh, Fuji P talks to him, like, you gotta be careful, because what you did was dangerous. And that they're all part of the same team, so they'll be friends la- later. This high school musical situation. <laughs> oh. Kyria, you gotta get your head in the game. Yes. Gotta get- I was gonna start singing the song, but then I forgot all the lyrics, so I'll save everyone. I've never seen it. You've never seen High School Musical? No. Why not? Hmm. You gotta watch High School Musical. Is it on Disney Plus? Yes, not only is it on there, so are all of its sequels, as well as High School Musical the Musical. The series. Hmm. I've seen all three High School Musicals. I've also shown, like, watched High School Musical with others, and then they told me they didn't like it. I'm like, well... Okay. I I was under the presumption that High School Musical, the musical, the series, was just like a series version that was based off of the concept of the musical that movie. But actually, it turns out it seems to be a series about some kids trying to put on a musical of High School, the musical. Oh, wait, hold on. Like they're putting on a musical of High School Musical? Yes. Okay. That's not what I was like. Expecting. One of the main characters is getting cast as Troy Bolton, which I I believe is the name of the character. Yes, that's his name. That's so weird. I also thought it was like, like set in this high school that Troy and everyone went to, like after no. they graduated. <laughs> I did not know this until like I saw a clip of a trailer for it. What? That's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to watch this now to like understand. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while. <laughs> Just like curious, thinking about what Fuji P said, transitioning back into the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. Uh, so Seiko's there and tries to hand him her confession, but he's like, this seems like a waste of my time, and then just shoulder checks her, and then sends the letter to the ground and walks away. Yeah, it's really rude. She's very upset, but we don't find that out because first Kyria goes to the library where Honaka is, where she's studying. You must really like studying, huh? She's like, yeah, I like to learn new things. Also, there's a midterm for the girls' division. So the school they go to is divided into the girls' division and the boys' division. And apparently they don't take midterms at the same time. I assumed they did. Well, it didn't look like the boys were taking any tests during the Well, this class hadn't started yet. Oh, that's true. Huh. Hmm. I mean, I guess it would make more sense if they did take their terms at the same time, which is why I was a little confused of why only the girls' division was doing it. I've never been to a school where it was divided that way, so everyone just took them at the same time. I didn't go to a school that had midterms until I was in high school. Did I have- And even then, only some classes had them. Only some classes? Yeah, it was more of like a personal preference amongst the teachers. Wish that was me. I'm pretty sure, like, it's been a while since I was in middle school, 
So my memory might be a little fuzzy, but I feel like we had midterms, at least We in had grade. finals. We had, in North Georgia, there were the CRCTs, but I know they are known as different things elsewhere. CRCTs? Like, yeah. The Criterion Reference Competency Test. I Apparently this was retired after 2014, um, which is after I graduated, so... I guess I was one of the last people to have to take a CRCT. CRC? I wonder if we, Connecticut has something like that. I know in Florida they're called FCAT, the Florida Comprehensive Ate- Assessment Test. I will CRCT for Connecticut, see what it tells me. Uh, apparently for Connecticut, well, I'm getting two different things. I'm getting Connecticut, uh, no, it's, okay, it's called... Okay, I know. I I did take this too. It's the Connecticut Mastery Test, or the CMT. Okay, looking at it the now. The country music television. Yep, we all had to sing country songs. It was really weird because we we're in the Northeast, so like country Connecticut doesn't do. That's country. that's why it's a test. <laughs> if it was done anywhere <laughs> south, it would be more of just an activity, an extracurricular. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're really going off topic this episode. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking? Yes, curious at the library. Because, uh, I guess technically we're not too off topic because tests, there are tests in this episode. Yeah. Uh, we also, no, all my classes had midterms. Maybe some of like the extracurricular stuff that I took didn't have midterms. And like some classes were only like half the school year. But I digress. We're at the library, so they move outside to sit on a bench. And Kiria starts talking. I guess he came to talk to Honoka to be like, I don't understand people. I don't know. I need to talk about my emotions. Yes. He's like, I, I just don't understand what people are thinking about. Like, I don't understand people. And like, I get you, Kiria. I also have difficulty with people, but I also don't. So show to check people and just walk off. Kiria and Honoka sitting on top of a clock tower with ice cream. <laughs> all this time, all roots lead to Kingdom Hearts. There is no escape. Sorry, we need we need that again, but in an Ansem voice. Oh God, can I do an Ansem voice? I'm trying to remember what Ansem sounds like. Darkness. Darkness. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Our roots lead to <laughs> our roots lead to Kingdom Hearts. It is inevitable. It is inevitable. <laughs> All roots lead to Kingdom Hearts. There is no escape. Oh God, my answer voice is way worse than yours. Enter Oblivion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, the trick is my Ansem voice is just the mummy from the mummy ride. (laughs) Your soul is mine. Every time I think about Kingdom Hearts, I always hear Ansem's voice in my head. Kingdom Hearts! That's how I I always say it in my head. But I don't say it out loud because then people would look at me strange as I just start shouting, Kingdom Hearts! (laughs) Alright, but enough about Kingdom Hearts. Man, what is it about today? <laughs> it look, we've been 
knocked off course, so now we're full of weird energy. <laughs> it's true. It did take us almost 30 minutes to really begin. Uh, uh, right. But yeah, Honoka just tells him about telling people how they feel and all of that stuff. Uh, and she asks him about his cut, and he says, yeah, it's healed. So we cut away from them to Nagisa, who is also studying for the test, only she's cramming for the test because, like me, she doesn't study until the last moment and hopes that Big she remembers. <laughs> That's how I did it in university. <laughs> I would study the night before, but then I would also study like right before the test. I'm like, okay. Just memorize all this. Hopefully something sticks in my brain. This is, here's your hot study tips from Cassidy. If you have, like, let's say access to a PowerPoint or something that your professor has given out to you that most of their lecture is from, or I guess if you're using a textbook, this works as well. As you go through, like reading it, just make a note of anything you think might be important and write it down, because writing it down will help you remember it. That way, after you've read through all of it once, you can just read your notes instead. Oh. See, this is why you're Honoka. I'm Nagisa. <laughs> yes, but also I only ever did that the night before. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> well, actually, this podcast is hosted by two Kira Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> so Nagisa says she's gonna memorize oh wait before she says she's gonna memorize everything one night she says a word which, she says the word cramming it's in Japanese it's itchy I wrote this down and I'm probably gonna butcher it so sorry to anyone who's fluent in Japanese uh, it's itchy yakuzi Yaku. Here, do you want to try and pronounce this word? I'll put it in the chat. Um, yes, please. Alright, put it in the Discord. So I wrote that out and put it into Google. And I'm getting screenshots from what I'm assuming is some sort of Japanese drama. Okay. I wonder if that drama is about cramming for tests. And the first, in, in the first thing that isn't a picture is a, a patent for composite Composition for cultivating plant, compromising plant, something. Huh. Okay. I see the word duckweed in it a lot. Hold on, let me open up Google Translate. Duckweed? Duckweed. What's duckweed? A plant, probably. It's the weed that ducks use. Alright, let me hear the audio. Oh, okay. Ichiazuke. Ichiazuke. Ichi, yes. Um, which, apparent, according to Google, directly translates to pickled overnight. Yes, because that's what uh, Meeple thinks Honoka, not Honoka. Why do I get these two confused? Is this this uh, is not the first time question. I have called Hona, Nagisa Honoka, Hon and I've done, I've done it in reverse. I. So she says that, and Meeple thinks that she's talking about salted vegetables pickled overnight. Yes. And she's like, no. I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about cramming in one night. And he's like, what's the point? You're not going to memorize everything in one night. I want to see my girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, we and we've, now we learned that Hona, or not Honoka, Nagisa has a card specifically to scold Meeple. Oh no, you're doing it now too. 
I've infected you. Yes, we get to see uh, there's a card specifically for scolding them. I don't think Honoka ever uses this card because Meeple, not Meeple, Mipple, is a lot better about uh, things. I am going to call this one Professor Mustache. <laughs> I know he has a name, but I didn't write it down in the video I'm watching. I'm watching? I'm watching is buffering weirdly. I've been having that problem with Crunchyroll stuff lately, too. Like, I tried to go back in the episode, and, and it just wouldn't- it just keeps buffering. Hmm. It's Komodo. Yes, I do watch the episode while we record, because- Yeah. I'm- very bad at remembering things. Oh, we are at my favorite part of the episode, though, where Kiria's up in the sky just vibing. He's just, like, laying back like he's in a pool or, like, on water. It's pretty cool. I actually uh, wrote down, wish that was me. Lo-fi chill hip-hop beats to vibe to. <laughs> yes. And uh, Poisony, of course, shows up to uh, talk to Kiria, saying that, she hopes he's not serious about becoming friends with all those humans, you know. She also implies that uh, something that doesn't happen, or maybe it does, but that uh, uh, that is school life will end tomorrow. And I guess she was trying to do something tomorrow. Well, I guess if she succeeded in what she was going to do, the pretty curious wouldn't be around it anymore, so it would have no reason to go to school. Yeah, the the plan was that, hey, I'm going to kill the pretty cures tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> but that does not happen. And when we get to that point, I want to talk about what you think happened. Because it's kind of ambiguous. Okay. Yeah. So we get to, uh, we cut back to Nysa, who has passed out at her desk. Because uh, she was trying to cram and she just fell asleep. And she's like, oh, it's like two in the morning. And she decides just to go back to bed. And Meeple's like, what about cramming? She's like, whatever. I'll just ask Honoka about things I don't understand tomorrow. Big mood. Yeah. So the next day, uh, Psycho is trying, uh, she, she's trying to confess again. And this time, a bunch of the other girls are there with her to, like, encourage her. And uh, Kira's like, you know, I really don't care. Like, this is a nuisance. Until... He hears that Honoka also encouraged Psycho. And he, like, there's this look in his eyes. And he just, like, grabs the letter and, like, rips it in half. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Kyria. Yeah, he just, like, loses it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the moment he hears Honoka's name, he's like, he just flips. I feel like the show is implying that is developing feelings for Honoka, and he just doesn't know how to deal with that because he's a being of darkness, and I guess they don't really have emotions like that. And like Beings most... of darkness don't have hearts. No. And I, what was it? I was about to say something, but it completely left my mind. Oh, I guess he just doesn't know how to handle having feelings. And it continues later on when, uh, because we cut to the school where Psycho is crying, and Honoka uh, overhears what happens. She doesn't actually go over to them. Oh no, sorry, I got that wrong. She hears Psycho crying, goes over there, and the other girls tell Honoka what happened. And we see her, like, immediately march down towards the boys' she division. She is prepared to end this man's whole career. <laughs> 
what we I've learned over the course of the show is that she don't mess with Hornika because when she gets serious like this, she's just a force to be reckoned with. So she arrives there and she starts yelling at uh, Kiria about what happened. And Nagisa, who sees that Honoka is not there, and hears that she went off to the boys' division, also shows up. Uh, like a few moments after uh, Honoka's there, mm-hmm. and she tries to calm Honoka down, be like, "Listen, let's be adults." And Honoka's like, "We're not adults." <laughs> I was like, "I am not an adult." <laughs> They're like 13 years old. <laughs> Everyone's filled with emotions at this time. So is hormones. And... Same. Kiria starts talking. He, he asks if that girl's more important to her than him. And he starts, like, going off about, like, I don't understand what it means to have a heart. Like, I just don't get it. And, like, don't act like you know anything about me. Like, you don't understand me. And he's like, really gets to Honoka. She's, like, taken aback by him, his outburst. And she's like, I'm sorry. He's weird. He's a weirdo. He doesn't fit in. <laughs> he doesn't want to fit in. Have you ever seen him without... He doesn't wear anything. Noticeable. Have you ever seen him without this dumb tie on? <laughs> yes, he is a weirdo. And Honoka apologizes because she's like, you're right. I don't know anything about you, Kiria. And Honoka... And I was like, this is great and all, but we gotta go take our test that we're almost late for. So they run off. And they, as they're about to open the door... Oh, they they crash down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> Before they can open the door, they well, no, as they open the door, they fall into darkness. Because Poisony set a trap for them. Yes, a trap into a hell pit. Yes, and as the falling, they transform. Now, hold on. I want to point out something. Yes. Several times, when they show that, hey, the test is about to start soon and they aren't in class, they show Nagisa's desk. And Nagisa's desk has Nagisa's bag on it, and on top of Nagisa's bag is the phone pouch. Yes. And Honika asks Nagisa, as they're falling, is Meeple here? And Nagisa says... Yes. So they transform. But we have seen that the phone case was still in the classroom. Yeah. That, huh. It's weird, I guess, if she didn't have her phone, she didn't have Meeple, this scene would have gone very differently. Yeah. I guess they're like, whatever. you know what they say. Even in their school uniforms, they're both surprisingly tough. That is true. They could have fought Poisony, maybe. It is weird that, like, they... I don't know if they, like, forgot that Nagisa just didn't have Meeple or what happened, but it's definitely <laughs> doesn't line up. But even so, they do transform because you can't go through an episode without them transforming. There are no Zakana in this episode, though, because they fight Poisony herself. Because she appear because, like, they, when they land at the bottom of this pit that Poisony dropped them into, the facing mirrors... Yes, it's the mirror dimension. Is this the labyrinth of love? I guess. I mean, it's those two there, so maybe. Maybe. Anyways, they have to fight Poisony in the mirror dimension, and Poisony's got some really cool spinny moves. Yes. He's uh, just like, he's got to spin around really fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> while holding up your cape like a Dracula. Uh, and Naisa at one point just goes absolutely all out. 
It was just a barrage of attacks, and she just keeps dodging every single one of them. Yes. Uh, and, like, she, they end up, like, uh, kicking, like, mirrors and stuff because poisoning is, like, going into them to get away from the pedicures. Mm-hmm. And while they're doing this, Kyria's just sitting at his desk, all, like, thinking about what Honoka said. Like, how she apologized. Yeah. Um, at one point, Poisony comes up behind Nagisa, but Nagisa then backflips and grabs her by the hand. Honoka runs up and grabs the other hand, and they do this rapid corkscrew spin and just slam her into a mirror wall. Yes. Poisony says, she won't forgive them now. And she traps them, she snaps her fingers, and they're trapped in a mirror. And she's about to break the mirror and just, like, kill them. But, something happens. There's a white light. Yes. What do you think this... Like, how do you think they got out of here? Do you think this was... Well, it's it's obvious. Oh? Kingdom Hearts is light. Also, this light sa- takes them out of the mirror and sends them back into time, I think, to yes. the exact moment where they had stepped through the classroom door. Yes, and they are de-transformed when they come through. So, nope. it's not really clear where this light came from, how it, if it was... It's Kyria. It's, it's Kyria. Yeah, it's, I mean, I figured it was Kyria, but like... Like, it cuts to Kyria walking down the hallway after she, like, after Poison, he says... How did they escape? I just wasn't sure, like, if Kyria had done it, but it's definitely implied that it was him that freed them. Because I feel like Kyria's headed towards a heel face turn. He's going to turn his back on the Zuzuzu zone now that he's developing feelings, you know? This is what you get for sending your evil minion into middle school. They get a crush, and then they're like, fuck you. I choose the good guys. Mm-hmm. At least he won't be killed. Yet. If he's not destroyed, though, how will they get his prism stone? Exactly. Huh. Well, I guess we'll uh, cross that bridge when we get to it. We'll kill that kid when we get to it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he could, if he does turn against Tsuku Zone, it, there's a high chance that the Tsuku Zone will kill him for the pretty cures, so they don't have to do it. Like, he might, like, take a blow for the pretty curious or something. It feels like that kind of show where, like, he'll be, like, he'll take a blow meant for Honoka and die. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this, Kyria, uh, liking Honoka? Look, he doesn't understand emotions. Yeah. Also, I get the impression that it's gonna be entirely one-sided. Well, hold on, I'm getting a phone call. Who's calling you? I don't know, they hung up immediately. All right. I'm trying to do a podcast. Call back later. Um, so after the test is over, Seiko and Honoka are talking. Yes. And Seiko tells Honoka that Kiria showed up and apologized. Yes. And that he can't accept her letter, her love confession. Also, before that, there's a line as the school day ends where... The- the teacher mentions uh, like half the people had forgotten to write their names on their tests. 
Oh, I did not see that part. Yeah, I, I saw, like, <laughs> some of, like, the background lines are just pretty good. Like, they go by quickly, but if you catch them, it's <laughs> they're pretty funny. There was a line a couple episodes ago. I don't remember what it was, but there was also in the background that was pretty funny. But yes, apparently people forgot to write their names on their chests. <laughs> but we cut back, and Psycho talks about how Kyria, uh... Apologize for what happened. And then Nagisa shows up and is like, Listen, good things are in store for you. Like this chocolate parfait. All you can eat. Chocolate parfait. Yes, all you can eat. It's got layers. Like an onion. And as uh, Nagisa takes Seiko to go get infinite parfait, Honoka's like, hey, there's a test tomorrow also. (laughs) Nagisa's like, I don't want to hear it. All I care about right now is these chocolate parfaits. And that's the episode. And next week... Oh, hold on. I do want to mention that apparently Seiko's English dub name is Sophie. Sophie. Okay. That's not that bad. That feels pretty close to her uh, Japanese name. Yeah. So, the episode's over. We get the preview for next week's episode. Yes, it stars not Piccolo. Yes. He's finally showing up to fight himself. He's like, poisoning Kiria aren't doing a good job it's time for me the last one also meeple and meeple are fighting yeah so that's gonna be interesting do you think if people and meeple are fighting the pretty curious can't transform that's what they seem to suggest during the the next time on yeah so that's not gonna be good especially when they're fighting not piccolo but we will talk about that uh when we Talk about episode 19, and that's uh, it. Speaking of, do you want to put out a call for a thing? Because that'll probably be like the last episode of the year. Oh, yeah. So for the end of the year, we're going to be doing a Q&A. Yes, so we're going to be doing a Q&A. So you can ask questions about Pretty Cure, or the podcast, or, you know, questions you have for me and Cassidy. Or basically anything we've ever talked about. Yes. Or like Ben 10... Yes, we are. Or also what talking. is or isn't a magical girl? Those these are all questions we will answer. We will probably make a tweet about it, so you can send them to the account. Speaking of the account, if you want to send us questions for this, you can find us at Prepod Engage on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can send us should we plug our email too? Sure. Yes, prettycurepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. So if you have longer questions, you can send them to our email. And if you want to talk to me about the new season of Pretty Cure, I'm all for that. You can find me at Magical underscore Pride on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Where I tweeted a video of me eating a ketchup-covered banana once. You definitely did. You can also listen to my other podcast, At Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast, um, At Kids and Their Dog. Um, there's also Hey Let's Talk About It at Hey Let's Talk Cast, which will be back in the new year. Yes. Which, and speaking of the new year, I'm going to say this now in the podcast, so you can call me out later if I'm a liar. But hopefully in the new year... We're going to be doing a bit of a new recording schedule, 
so that we might be able to return to weekly episodes so we can get through Futari Wa before we die. Also, leave us a review or rating on iTunes. Yes, tell us. I never say those things because I hate to say them. I always forget to say them. Then I think about it afterwards and I'm like, God damn it. All right. This podcast is done. We've talked too long. Yes, time to go past the CMTs. <laughs> yes, I gotta go take those tests. So, until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Your beauty is beyond compare with flaming locks of auburn hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green. <laughs> Is that good enough to pass my country music test? <laughs> yes. You passed. <laughs> I'm gonna stop recording. Hold on, let me see if that was loud enough to make a noise. Yeah, okay. It's not a very big noise, but it is a noise. So I remember it's about like 26 minutes in. <laughs> Everything before that's out. What, what is happening outside of my house? I don't know. It sounds like a disaster is started. <laughs> Truly, this is a podcast. <laughs>